You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, this is uh, Shane, the host of From the Shadows podcast, and I'm here with Jason, the super producer. Greetings, everybody. And the one and the only resident skeptic, the Ozark Howler. Hey, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> can you can you guys tell the excitement of the Howler? Uh, well. <laughs> no? No, all right. I, you, know, I, you, you know me, man. I try to under-promise and over-deliver, right? Uh, so, so I don't need to catch you. Hey, I don't need catchy phrases. I don't need snappy hooks. I don't need any no clickbait with me. Okay, ah. it's the real deal. There you go. Well, for all for all of our new listeners, since we're a new member of the Odyssey Radio Network, we'd like to invite everybody to stick around after this short intro and check out what we like to call the midweek howl. And what the midweek howl is is it's just our little uh, story time with the with the Ozark Howler. Um, in which we try to try to lighten your week up a little bit with a, with a fit 10, 15 minutes of laughter. So stick around, laugh with us, enjoy the stories. Um, no harm, no foul. Um, so just be ready to, uh, to, to go to a world that uh, you probably hoped didn't exist in the world. And expect to be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> Expect to be entertained. So you got it. You, do you have any warnings or? Uh, no, you know what? Though I wasn't. But what I was going to say is, so may, maybe I, after I just told you, there's a hook. There's no hook. There's a, there's a there's a hook. You know, I I think I said it earlier on the last one. If you guys, you know, I 
I got a story for almost everything, you know, because I just been on I was on the street for almost 30 years. So I got a story for everything. So if if you got a subject, send it to from the shadows podcast and I'll tell you a story about it. Yeah. Yeah. And for the I guess for those new listeners, the howler has 30 years of being a sheriff, a highway patrolman, uh, air marshal, a homeland security. And and probably a lifetime of just being an all around funny dude. So redneck uh, man, redneck. Redneck. There you go, redneck. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope we hope that uh, you give us give give this little segment a chance and go check out the holler. And uh, like you said, if you got some stories that you guys are interested in, you know, asking about or if he's going to have to send it to you guys because I'm not on social media, so it's got to go. Yeah, he's not. He's not on social media. So so if you really really want to say some good stuff about him we'll share it with him and if you say some bad stuff about him don't waste your time he won't ever hear it we'll, he's kind of fragile so we won't let him so with that thanks for welcoming welcoming us onto the odyssey radio network and we hope that uh, you enjoy the show hey guys um so as some of the some of the new listeners and maybe some of the old listeners uh, maybe are figuring out that you know we're going to be part or we are part of the Odyssey Radio Network and some of our I guess we can call them brothers and sisters in the podcast network there's some big Star Trek uh, podcasts on here you know so if people listen to us or fans of Star Trek go check out uh, some of the other podcasts on here but. But uh, Howler, I I know Jason has never heard this story. I know you've got a great. That's because hey, I don't tell story. it. I don't tell it very often. You don't tell it. Okay, I don't hey, tell it. So, so wait a minute, Howler. There, you have a story yeah. about Star Trek. I do. I you know I do, and I've I've I I don't I've I've only told it to a few people. I'm, I'm leery about telling it because I told Grover that I don't know if I want. to to tell that story you know it's kind of an intimate story and uh, i don't know you know I'm, what the we're, we're, we're but all, you know it's 20 year 20 plus yeah. almost going on 25 years old so so yeah. circumstances have changed now and and it, it probably won't hurt anybody's feelings if i tell that story yeah. no 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 all it's right. all it, in reference back to the osage flood of night it's all water under the bridge yeah, that's right. Or over, right. over the bridge. Or through, your, or through your neighborhood. <laughs> All right. right. I look yeah. forward to hearing it. Let's hear it. So, hey, I, we, we used to have to do these, what they call dealer application uh, inspections. So, you know, there was car dealers or uh, junkyard dealers or whatever, and you'd have to go and make sure that they had a legitimate storefront and, and had a phone. Back in them days, they had to have a phone and their business hours posted, and there was just some weird stuff. So I'm getting trained by an older officer, and he's and we're going out to do this dealer inspection. He's going to show me the ropes, and he said, "Hey, before we get out here, I'm going to tell you something." He said, "This when we go in there, there's going to be a girl working there, and and um, I just want you to know that a, uh, a few years ago she kind of stalked me a little bit." And I said, "Do what?" And he goes, "Yeah, you know." He said, "I went in and did this thing, and." Next thing I know, she's kind of stalking me a little bit, and it got to the point where I had to have, and I'm going to leave names out, I had to ask this other officer, a female officer, to go talk to her and tell her, hey, I'm married, and and me being, she she took me being nice to her as me being interested in her, and he said, I just wanted you to know, just be careful when we're here doing this thing, because if this gal's working, it 
You know what I mean? Their potential's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So I walked in back in my prime, you know, early 20s, big arms, little brain, all that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> here's this big old German gal working at her, running her dad's junkyard. Now, I don't want to take too many preconceived notions, but that statement in itself, this big old German gal running her dad's junkyard, <laughs> ought to start painting you a picture. All right. Okay. All right. So I'm kind of going through some, and, 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 and there was a deal. And I think that license had to be in her name because dad had so many DWIs. He was finally a felon. You know, he never really, he didn't, you know, break any other laws other than DWIs or there was a weird deal there. And I think that's what it was. German dad had too many DWIs, which was common back in the old days to have a drinking father. And so anyway, this gal, Looked like, well, I'm trying to think of my NFL quarterbacks. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, there's got to be one, you know. Hey, listen, I'm sorry. If, you, if you're comparing, you know, if you know, you're comparing a girl she, to a woman to an NFL quarterback, and if it's not like Tom Brady, then it's probably. Well, I was thinking there's got to be somebody that played at USC with long blonde hair, you know, 6'2", 210". Todd you know, Marinovich. Yeah. How about Todd like Yeah. You know what okay. I mean? Right. So, yeah. so anyway, I just asked the precursory. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a forms we fill out. So they, everybody gets asked the same thing. Right. So anyhow, I got out of that deal with very, with, with nothing, you know, I just did my deal and I signed and she signed and my FTO walked out with me and we got in the car and we went and ate ice cream, which is what we used to do. So, <laughs> A couple of days later, a couple of days later, my roommate, who was also a young cop, he said, hey, what's the deal with that car down at the end of the driveway? Or We had a call. We were renting a place in a cul-de-sac that was brand new. You know how back in the 90s when they are putting up all these duplexes and strip houses? So this had been a bean field or cornfield, and now they had just put a brand new concrete street in, and they were building brand new things. And we were the last people on it. And um, he said, down at the end of the street, there's this white car that's been sitting there. I said, well, I don't know. And when he'd walk out, anyway, it took off a couple times. So so it finally it dawned on me that was the car that was sitting outside that junkyard business when I did that application. Because it had, it, had it had something that, that set it apart. It was, a, it was a real nice Chevy Caprice, you know. Not like a stripped down cop car, but a real nice, like a, an old person would drive. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and, I remember, you know, it, yeah, yeah, what the brothers would call a bubble. You know what I mean? Like a 95, yeah. 94, yeah. you know, Caprice, but had the spoke wheels. And I'm wanting to say it had a, as crazy as it sounds, it had a vinyl top or a half vinyl top or some weird, you know, they had. Wait, a, it wasn't like, it the, the, isn't that the Landau cover? Yeah, or, or a Brome like or something. <laughs> had some kind of, you know, it was like wannabe Buick. Or, you know, like a <laughs> I want to be like an El Dorado, like, a, like one of those yeah, like it was like a poor right. man's Cadillac. Right. So anyway, I walked out with my uniform on one day to go work. Now we got cop cars in the driveway, so it it rolled up and it's and it's her. It's it's the German gal from the junkyard. She's having small talk with me or whatever. You know what what whatever I'm doing. I don't know. You know what I mean? Just having a little small talk. So. I tell her whatever I tell her and, and get in my car. I got to go, right? 
So, but alarm bells start going off that maybe, maybe, you know, it's a transfer of affection from whatever feeling she had for whoever before now to me, because I'm the new guy that came in and was nice to her. Does that make sense? So, yeah, it, it, I mean, mm-hmm. did it dawn on you that, like, what's she doing in this cul-de-sac? Well, it did a little bit, but, you know, who am I to judge, right? Because I'm a liberal <laughs> at heart, so who am I to judge? <laughs> and I thought maybe she'd be, you know, maybe she's talking to my roommate, because I told her, you know, my, you know, I had a girlfriend or whatever, and, and, and I, you know, I told, I had a single cop as a roommate, and, and uh, anyhow, it's, I started seeing his car all the time, and, and, and it was like cloaking in the distance. It'd be, it'd be there. I'd be on traffic stop, and it'd just be there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, and then, and then that day when I was talking to her through the window there, so she had a scanner, you know, the old Bearcat scanners. Yeah. She had a scanner down there, and she was listening to our radio. I mean, I guess she would – so. You know, as as this progressed, I realized she's listening to me when I go out on traffic stop or whatever, and she's just driving by. She's just driving around. <laughs> well, one day they called me, radio called me out one day to go to something about 15 minutes before. There was two or three times that she was in my driveway when I walked out to go to work, like she knew when I was going to work. Well, <laughs> and I'd talk to her a little bit or whatever, but, you know. Well, radio called me one day at home to go out for something. So I, I was leaving work about 15 minutes early. So as I'm turning out of my street onto the main road to get to the highway, I pass her. And she, it, I thought, well, oh, my God, she's coming to my house mm-hmm. to ambush me. Damn. And, well, that's okay because I'm, I'm out. You know what I mean? I'm out. But I'm watching the review, and she cuts a big U-turn just like the cops do, like the like the <laughs> like to follow me <laughs> so i thought you know what this 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 ain't good so I, i'm just so you know i i kicked the accelerator down a little bit and i'm, I'm coming up to a t intersection mm-hmm. where it's going to have a stop sign not a light but a stop sign when i go right or left i'm going to turn out onto a big big road that leads to i mean ultimately it lead to the interstate but it's a mm. 65 mile an hour big nice you know 11, 10, 11 foot concrete lanes, 10, 11 foot concrete shoulders. So it's, it's going to be a big road. So I wheel out there and I think when I get to that stop sign, I think lady, there's no way see you. And I, we used to say turn the jets on. So I kind of started kicking her up a little bit and she went to light speed because she was catching up to me. Wow. <laughs> and now I'm running. I can't out. give her any more. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, give me some more. I'm a doctor, not an engineer. So now I'm running about eight, 85 and 65. And, and and I'm out of town, but I'm not. You know what I mean? So I get to worry. Oh my God. You know, I need I need to slow down or turn my red lights or something on. You know what I mean? Because it ain't going to, there's no, I, because she's got a big Caprice, and you know, the Ford Chevy, I had Crown Vic, and the Ford Chevy people tell you, them, them Caprices were nothing to mess around with back in the 90s, you know? So, finally, I've got to turn my red lights and siren on and kick it up to about 115 and get out <laughs> on the big road and take a quick turn. To, it's the only way I could get away, okay? <laughs> so, finally, when I when I finally escaped, I was able to turn, my, uh, turn all my emergency equipment back off and go finish the task 
that they'd get called me out for. And I don't remember what the task was. So I was working in a rural part of uh, Missouri and the sheriff's office had this gravel parking lot. I mean, it was just old school, you know, 1950s still. So I remember I had to gather my clipboard, my ticket book. I had all this stuff to gather up. Right. And, and I was leaning out of my car, lean, I got out of my car, but I was leaning back in to get all the stuff out and put my hat on, which is one of those things they make you do. And I heard this gravel. Can I look up? And there it is. Stay white caprice. She pulled up. So I said, Hey, what's going on? I act like I hadn't seen her. Hey, what's going on? She goes, nothing. I seen you. What was you in such a hurry for? And I said, well, they, you know, I had, and I remember what lie I told her, but she said, well, I was listening to the scanner. I didn't hear him tell, call you. I said, well, they called me at home. You know, that's, you probably wouldn't hurt it, but she had this giant oval platter, not a plate, but a platter, like a turkey platter. You know what I mean? A big oval platter and it was full of chocolate chip cookies and had a piece of saran wrap on it, you know, like clear cellophane. She said, well, I, I was one, I was going to bring these by for you. And I said, thanks, you know, and I'm standing there with, now I got the clipboard and ticket book. I got all this junk, you know what I mean? And I put this big old oval platter of cookies on top of it. And made some small talk or whatever, and you know, and and finally I said, "Hey, I got to get in work." And she said, "Well, just bring the platter back when you're done, or whatever." Well, I walked in, and at that time it was it was a sheriff's office jail combination, so there was trustees, there was people around or whatever. But I got to worrying as I'm walking through because I got to thinking, you know, she's got to see. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? She got to see that I'm not. I'm not biting on, on you're this. not interested. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, uh, you know, her bait just ain't getting it. You know that you that so, you just traveled. You just punched it to a hundred. I just seen to get fled. away. <laughs> I just fled. So, yeah. Then I thought, you know what? Maybe she poisoned these cookies. Oh, Jesus! If you if I can't have you, nobody can. Kind of deal, you know. So I walked in. I remember walking in the back door of this jail, and you'd walk through to get to dispatch. You had there's a few ways you could go, and I had this giant platter of cookies. And I remember these trustees walking by, and they said something, and I don't remember what they said to me, but they said something. And I said, "Hey, you guys like chocolate chip?" And they said, "Do what?" And I said, "Hey." And I walked. I followed them back to the you know where the jail kind of place was, and I told the jailer, "I said, hey, why don't you guys hand these out?" And he goes, "Are you serious?" Because at that time, Missouri had done this mandatory sentencing for people with no driver's license. So out there in the county, the problem when you live in a small town and they find out you don't have a driver's license, they can arrest you every day of the week because they recognize you. So there was like 50 people in this jail and 35 or 40 of them were for driving without a license. <laughs> and what they did was the first, the second time they give you two days and the third time they give you three days and the fourth time they give you five days or something weird like that. So. So now they've changed the law back away from it because what they did was flood these freaking jails with people whose only crime was driving without a license. But so and about half of the half, over half of people were in there for driving without a license. Over half of them are people I had arrested for just just cause, you know. And uh, I remember telling these trustees, I said, hey, why don't you give these guys cookies? Dumb, I'm sorry. I got them locked up. And he goes, are you serious? I said, yeah. And then Jalen goes, are you serious? I said, yeah, just pass these cookies out, man. And uh, But I need the plate back. I need the plate back. <laughs> and then I thought, 
you know, I'm up there. I remember I'm up there doing some paperwork. I thought, man, I hope they're not poisoned. I mean, they, shit might kill half, the, you know, what could happen, 15, 18 of them die. You know what I mean? So instead of killing oh, myself, I've done killed 15, 18 inmates. But they weren't, they weren't, I mean, her doses must not have been lethal because nobody died. And, and, and anyhow, the hook on it, and that's the, what I'm, I'm, uh, the car had a license plate. And I remember my boss telling me that day, license plate said S T T and G. So he said, it said S T T N N G. Sam, Tom, Tom, Nora, uh, George, I guess it'd be, you know, in the phonetic okay. alphabet of the cops. Right. And he goes, what do you reckon that license plate means? And I said, I don't know, sitting, sitting down, sitting, sitting, you know, you, when you see this personalized <laughs> yeah. plate, Star Trek, the next generation. <laughs> How'd you get that? You didn't hear the story. You got it. That's what it meant. That's what it meant. Yeah. So, so she was a Trekkie. So yeah, a Trekkie. yeah, which I so, find very appealing, but I just didn't know it at the time. So, <laughs> so she was trying to, she was trying to beam you up. I guess I don't know, but what do you think of that, man? It's, it's out there, the people. That's people crazy. Yeah, that's that's definitely some ninety stalker so, yeah, you stuff got right a, there. Yeah, you got a subject. I got a story about it. You you, you <laughs> haven't had a '90s stalker unless you had one that had a Star Trek: The Next Generation license. That's the only one we're talking about. I probably had another one, but that's the only one that's memorable. Wow. You know what I mean? That's the only one that's memorable. I've had, I've had, I've got you know, I've got several stories, but that's that those kind of people are, are you know. Uh, uh, so I get, I guess, the, I guess the moral of this story is if you're going to stalk someone. Don't have a personalized license plate. No, I think no. It's it, make it mean something. Make it mean something. Okay. Make it All mean right. something. Make you know what I mean? Something. Make it mean. It's like a tattoo. Make it mean something. Don't have make, one. To have one. Make it mean something. So, well, I guess that goes hand in hand. I mean, she's she's stalking you to the point that she's listening on the radio scanner and making you cookies. She's making that stalking mean something. Yeah, because twenty five years later, I'm still talking about it. Okay, I got I got a question. Did anybody suffer any ill effects from those cookies, diarrhea yeah. or anything? Nothing. No, but I mean they're used to eating jail food, so oh I mean, yeah, you, well, well they probably <laughs> chop it up to the jail food, you know. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is a good one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a final word. Please visit us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash from the shadows podcast and on our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash from the shadows podcast. You can visit our webpage at from the shadows podcast dot or Contribute to our Facebook discussion page called After the Shadows. And tweet us on our Twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash podcast underscore from. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to hearing from you all. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. Ha 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 ha.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.